0: Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The podcast is about to begin. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 108 of the Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. I am your host, Tino Romero, Jr., a.k.a. the Graveyard Grumbler. Today's episode, in the spirit of the continuation or continuing with animal attacks, we are going to do an episode on one. Of I mean the case is pretty it's it's a pretty famous case. We there was a whole documentary that, that was accredited to this whole issue. I'm sure the documentary was was already in the works and this was just the one that broke the camel's back. But today we're gonna do the episode on Dawn Brancho. I think that's how you say her name. I'm not too sure. Now who Graveyard Grumbler, the name sounds familiar, but I just can't remember or place my finger on who exactly Don Brancho is. Or was actually. Well, for those of you who don't know who, Dan, who Don Brancho is, you're going to find out right now, so let's go ahead and get into it. Who is Don Brancho? I think her name is Brancho. I'm just, just going to keep saying Brancho. Brancho was born Don Therese Laverde in Cedar Lake, Indiana, and was the youngest of six children. She set her heart out on becoming a Shamu trainer during a family vacation to Orlando. Now, you know, we all have aspirations. We all have dreams. A lot of people, A lot of people want to be a fireman. A lot of people want to be a police officer, a doctor. I wanted to be a motherfucking hustler. Extra points to those who know what song that came from. A lot of people want to be several different things in life. However, with this young gal, she said, look, I want to go train Shamu. I want to be the big dog in charge, and I'm going to have a 97,457 million ton animal do everything I want it to do. That's what I want to be when I grow up. And so she said... Boom, I'm going to do it. Let's get to it. She graduated from the University of South Carolina with degrees in psychology and animal behavior. Away from work, she volunteered at a local animal shelter, looked after two chocolate Labradors, and kept a variety of stray ducks, chickens, rabbits, and small birds at her home. It's not uncommon. With people who want to, to uh, work around animals, they have a lot of animals. Now, being personally, I grew, up, I grew up in the country. Now, not your typical country, but I grew up in the country where... <laughs> Other than the small little bit of, uh, of neighborhoods that we had, there was nothing really around us for several miles. In my yard, I had a variety of animals. I had pigs, I had lamb, I had ducks, geese, rabbits, chickens. What else did I have in there? I had, uh, well, I had a ton of dogs. What else did I have? I'm trying to remember what, what else I had. I mean, well, I mean, it's not like I needed more. Like I said, I had, I had sheep. Oh, I had a goat. I had a pig. Of course, we ate the pig and the goat uh we had the sheep rabbits ducks geese dogs and that's pretty much it we had like I said we had a shitload of animals but i mean again i grew up in the country but i didn't want to grow up to raise animals i mean a lot of people say oh my gosh that's my life my love i love animals and i'm going to be around them the entire time and a lot of the times it's you know i want to be a veterinarian i want to be a zookeeper i want to do something small but this girl said i want to go big time I want to train Shamu. That's what I want to do. That's a big fucking animal. Brancho spent two years working with dolphins at Six Flags Great Adventure in New Jersey before beginning her career at SeaWorld Orlando in 1994, initially working with otters and sea lions. In 1996, the same year, she married Scott Brancho, a SeaWorld stunt water skier, and eventually she was able to start working with orcas. So, look, I mean, you're career-driven. I get it. You want to do what it is. Get. It, I get it. Get it, get it, get it. Don't stop. You got to hustle and motivate. Hustle and motivate. We, we we see that she's she's very motivated. She's very career-driven. She knows what she wants, and she's not going to stop until she gets to the top. Great. Hands on. High fives. Let's slap hands. In 2000, she appeared on NBC affiliate WESH and talked about staying physically fit in order to deal with the intense rigor of, work, of working with Orcas. She ran marathons, cycled, and lifted weights to stay in good shape. In 2006, her decade of work with Orcas was profiled, including her leadership role in a two- to three-year revamp of the Shamu show. So, I understand that. Look, you got to be fit. You you have to be fit in order to make sure that that you're capable of handling whatever situation that is thrown your way in your work environment. I I get it. I understand it. But you can run as many marathons as you want to run. You can do lift as many weights as you can. Because I guarantee goddamn to you, there's not enough weights in this world that you can lift to prepare yourself to fuck with the with the 97 million 455 pound ton orca. There's just no way. There's no goddamn way that you can physically prepare physically prepare to deal with such an entity that is an orca. You can you can you can bike, you can swim, you can do whatever the hell you want. But if that orca says it's your time, guess what? It is your time. So you can I mean, think about it. She cycled. Okay, great. You cycled. There's no goddamn bikes underwater, lady. There are no goddamn bikes underwater where that's, that, that's going to be able to help you get away from a fucking Shamu. There's no way. So it was irrelevant. <laughs> Brancho acknowledged the dangers of working in close proximity to orcas. As a senior trainer, she appeared in various SeaWorld public performances for many years. The Shamu show's interaction of animal trainers with orcas was regarded as SeaWorld's star attraction. Now, I went to SeaWorld. I went to SeaWorld San Diego. And I'm going to be very honest with you, like I always am. I'm the grumbler. Grumbler, just tell it to speakity the truth, my boy. I love SeaWorld, which is ironic because I'm vegan. And as a vegan, I'm not supposed to like SeaWorld. It is, it, it is blasphemous. You're right, it is. But I went to SeaWorld as a young child, and I absolutely loved it. I fell in love with SeaWorld so much. And I went back in the early 90s, because I was still a young thug. I wasn't I wasn't a grown-up thug yet. I was, I was a lowercase G. I wasn't I wasn't a big G yet. I just had the G. I didn't have the O yet. So I was a lowercase G, went to SeaWorld, and I was I was big balling, big thugging. And I fell in love. I felt, I literally felt like a child, because I was, <laughs> when I watched the the SeaWorld performance. Now I don't know if it was the original shamu that I saw, which I I, I hope it was. I should have gotten shamu's autograph. The stadium was packed, so yeah, the Orca attraction was the greatest show there. I mean, we saw the walrus eye or Walrus this, this is i don't I don't know which one it is I'm just kidding, I know it's just walrus I know we saw the dolphins we saw I mean we saw everything there because it's SeaWorld, and you have to see everything at seaWorld and when when we saw well, not we, but when I saw that Performance. I, I was, I was, I was hypnotized. I was like, "Holy shit, that's a ninety-seven thousand four hundred seventy-five ton animal flying through the air like it was a fucking shoot, just getting thrown in the air." That fool was like, "Wee, wee, wee," and I was like, "Yo, that that thing, that's a big boy," which inspired me because you know I've always been chunky but funky, and I'm thinking, "Damn, if that ninety-six thousand four hundred seventy-four four and a half point five ton animal can fly through the air, think what I can do." <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) She was featured on SeaWorld billboards throughout Orlando. Judge Brett Kavanaugh, a dissenting judge in a legal case involving her death, stated that, saying, quote, to be fearless, courageous, tough, to perform a sport or activity at the highest levels of human capacity, even in the face of known physical risks, is among the greatest forms of personal achievement for many who take part in these activities. Fuck you, George Kavanaugh. So obviously this, if if you made it on the Graveyard Grumbler podcast, there's a huge chance that it wasn't for a good deal. It wasn't for one of those deals to where, look, Graveyard Grumbler podcast is shouting you out as an episode, so you've done something spectacular. That's not this show. We're well aware of that. You've been listening to me now for over a year, and you realize, damn, this was fucked up. So let's get into the OG double OGG of this case, this whole reason why... I'm talking about what's going to happen to the trainer. So till it come to whale again, this is an orca, okay? This, this is a wild fucking animal labeled a killer whale. Like they go and fuck dolphins up just for fun. They will go and start a fight with the shark because they're like, "Yeah, bitch, I'm a whale. Do something, motherfucker." I mean, you, you have to realize that these creatures are wild animals. I mean, emphasize on why you wild. It's not something like, "Oh, hey, let's go get a boa constrictor and put him in a bucket, and now he's mine forever and ever." No, this is a ninety-four thousand five hundred and sixty-six and three quarters of a half-ton fucking animal. It, it, it's a wild animal. You 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 can't control a wild animal. A wild animal might let you control it for a while, maybe for its entire life. But that doesn't mean that they don't have that wild instinct in them. That just means that they're so beat down in fear that they're allowing you to dominate them. But at any given time, they say, oh, bitch, you know I'm a bear, right? Oh, bitch, you know I'm an orca, right? Oh, bitch, you know I'm a shark, right? And then, you're fucked up. So let's read about the killer. I shouldn't call him that, but he is. Because he's a killer whale. But get it. Killer whale. No, nobody. Not even in the back. Brian, shut up. That was a good joke. Tilikum was the largest orca in captivity. He measured 22 and a half feet long and weighed about 12,500 pounds. His pictorial fins were seven foot long. His flute curled under and his six and a half foot tall dorsal fin was collapsed completely to his left side. His name in the Chinook jargon of the Pacific Northwest means, quote, friends, relations, tribe, nation, common people. This fool had the sweetest little name, Tilikum, and this bitch was the biggest killer of them all. But what do you mean graveyard? Oh, I'm going to get into that. This fool was this fool had bodies on bodies on bodies. This dude said, "I'm gonna murder this man." Shout out to anyone who knows where that movie that that quote from a movie came from. Tilikum was captured when he was 2 years old along with two other young orcas by purse signs net in November 1983 at Burshofur, Eastern Iceland. After almost a year in a tank at the Hoffingerlodern Marine Zoo, he was transferred to Sealand to the Pacific in Oak Bay, a suburb of the city of Victoria on Vancouver Island, Canada. Now, for all my Icelandic people, I do apologize for fucking those names up. I don't know how to speak Icelandic, and I didn't realize that I would have to, you know, spickety some words out there. So my apologies for fucking up those words. I did not mean to do that. At Sealand, he lived with two older female orcas named Haida two, and Nutka four. As a result of their matriarchal social structure, Tilikum was abused by Haida and Nutka, who behaved aggressively towards him, including including forcing him into a smaller medical pool where trainers kept him for protection. How are they going to gang up on my boy Tilikum? My Tilikum represents rep, rep, gang, gang, gang. And, the, and you're going to get punked by two women? No, okay, I understand. Maybe he's into that. Maybe he was a sub. <laughs> My boy Tillicum was a sub, so he, he had to take it out on humans. He realized, I know punk bitch. Well, I know punk bitch. Check it out. I'm not a punk bitch. But when it comes to female orcas, yes, madam, I will do whatever you want, madam. Yes, madam, please, once more, madam. <laughs> While orca attacks on humans in the wild are rare and no fatal attacks have been recorded, as of 2022, four humans have died due to interactions with captive orcas. Tillicum was involved in three of those deaths. As of 2022, four humans have died due to interactions with captive orcas. My boy Tillicum from Gang Gang Orca Gang was involved in three of those deaths. So my question to whoever decides that they're going to keep these animals, is money and profit really that important when you have something of this, uh, uh, an animal of this magnitude? to be able to inflict damage and he already has three or two, well, actually three bodies on him. Towards the end of this, towards the, I mean, think about it. He already, he already killed, he was involved in two of the three worst, not worst, but attacks on people. He killed two people. He helped body two people. Orca gang, 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 gang. So the people who kept on buying him and attempting to train him and put him in shows Profit really means that much to you, huh? Profit really means that much to where you are willing to risk your employee's life because you want that extra dollar dollar and you want them to holler, holler. Hey, that's cool, man. I mean, think about it. Hey, the greed of America is, is money. We already know that. We know that that money makes the world go round. Without money, we would have no world, bottom line. We, we understand that. But literally, capitalism is that ingrained and in that that over you're overtaken that much by it, that you would risk other people's lives. Whatever. I'm sorry, man. That's the vegan talking to me. That's the vegan coming out. (laughs) Kelsey Lee Bryan was a Canadian student, animal trainer, and competitive swimmer. She had been working at the Canadian theme park, Sealand of the Pacific as a trainer when she drowned in 1991 after she slipped and was forcibly submerged into a pool of enclosed water by a group of orcas. Okay. Listen to, listen to what, what is all kinds of fucked up right there, okay? She had been working at the Canadian theme park, Sealand of the Pacific, as a trainer when she drowned, all right? Drowned. After she slipped and was forcibly submerged into a pool of enclosed water by a group of orcas. You might call them a group of orcas. You might call them a pod. But out here on the street, that's gang, gang. Gang, 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 homie. When you talk about OG, oh, don't think about original gangster. That's orca gang, my boy. Gang, gang, gang. That's exactly what that is. When when you're forcibly submerged, you're not drowning. You were murdered. You 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 got you 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 were just one eight by a, by a by a gang of orcas, literally a gang of orcas. The incident became notable after it resurfaced due to the 2010 death of SeaWorld trainer Don Brancho and the 2013 documentary Blackfish when it was revealed that Tillicum had killed Byron before later killing Daniel P. Dukes, a vagrant who attempted to interact with a whale, and later Brancho. The two deaths occurred after Tilikum had been sold by then-defunct Sealand of the Pacific to SeaWorld's park in the United States. I mean, again, if, if, if my boy Tillicum, if Tilly over here, Tilly Tilly KK killer, if, if he already has two bodies on you, if, if he already has two bodies, why would you sell him knowing that he is literally a, a safety risk? He is literally a risk to your people, but you're going to go ahead and buy him because he's big and he's going to draw money. Fucking stupid. Byrony, I think it's Byrony or Byron, Byron. We'll just say Bernie was born in Calgary, Alberta on December 6, 1970. She often worked with animals in her adolescence. Bernie was an environmental studies student at the University of Victoria as well as a successful competitive swimmer. Bernie had been working with orcas Tillikan, Nootka, and Heidi at Sealand of the Pacific to earn extra money. On February 20th, 1991, Byron was working a shift at Sealand of the Pacific when she slipped and fell into the whale pool. Sisters Corinne Cowell and Nadine Cullen, who were Canadian tourists attending the theme park at the time of the incident, were witnesses to the unfolding events, recalling that Byronie Screamed and panicked after realizing that one of the whales, later identified as Tilikum, was holding her foot and dragging her underwater. Why are you guys fucking with my boy Tilly, though? This dude grabbed her by the foot and said, uh-uh-uh, you didn't say the magic word. Uh-uh-uh, you didn't say the magic word. Tilly, man, how are you gonna, how is she going to say the magic word? This is all she can say. That's all she can say. Allegedly, what came out of there was Mr. Jepetto. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> you don't fuck with whales at any magnitude. Not in the wild. Not in the not in captivity. You don't fuck with wild animals at all. That's just something you don't do. It just, I don't. I don't get it. Caldwell recalled the theme park as looking unkept like a gray theme park on its last legs a kind of dingy swimming pool and claimed to have heard Byron screaming saying quote I don't want to die while I while her eyes went wide in the water how are you gonna how are you gonna say you don't want to die when you can't when, when she's screaming underwater you didn't though no bubbles popped out of there and said pop I don't want to die you know goddamn well you didn't hear anything she was underwater that was it and that's all According to the official coroner's report, rescue attempts were thwarted by the whales who refused to let Barney go even after she was believed to have fallen unconscious in the water. Her corpse was later retrieved from the three whales by use of a large net after which she was determined to be deceased and removed from the theme park. Her death was ruled an accident. You can't, you can't pin a murder charge on a whale. You, you can't. I mean, th- these are OG. These are Orca gang, 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 gang. You know what I mean? How are you going to file a police report on the, or- on the OG gang? Orca gang gang. You you just can't do it. So, oh, it was an accident. Oh, whatever do you mean? My whales would never do such a thing. They are creatures without a mind. They have no... Wait, what was that, Ryan? Oh, they have no way to determine that they can murder someone. They are fluffy sea animals. No, they murked her. They got her 187. Orca's up, dolphin's down. that's That's what it goes. Could you imagine, though, that they tried to rescue her, but the Orca gang gang said, "Nah, man, you're not doing that shit. We're not done playing with her yet. And then just kills her. Just, just, just fucking flat out kills her. Ugh, that's insane. Ceiling of the Pacific went defunct in 1992, largely as a result of Byron's death and allegations surfacing of physical and mental abuse of the whales in the park. Tillicum was sold to the United States SeaWorld theme park chain for performance shows and breeding. You're going breed ki- to breed a killer? You're going to breed a killer? You gonna have killer, little killer whales, little killer, killer whales. You know what I mean? Of course, I mean, a lot of times when, when you're, when, when a theme park is already struggling and something catastrophic happens where someone dies, it's not likely, it's not likely that they're going to recoup and come out on top. It's just not going to happen. The whale semen was collected and used for artificial insemination to breed a number of captive orcas for SeaWorld's show and also for its sister park Loro Parque in Spain. Tilikum an, became an infamous whale after attacking and killing his trainer, 40-year-old SeaWorld staff member Don Brancho. No. This dude was already famous because he's a fucking whale in a little in a little uh, beta pool. You can't you can't you, you can't keep a massive creature like that. Again, Tilikum weighs 96,453 and a half, 4.57 WYZ to the dot-com fucking tons. Don't forget that, all right? But, I mean, now now you're you're having a fucking whale farm. You know, like factory farming? You're, You're having a whale farm because you're collecting the semen and artificially breeding other animals in order to get more animals in captivity so you can bankroll your fucking park. You know, there, there's, when I was younger, I didn't see anything wrong with that. Now that I'm older, I see a lot of things wrong with that. Animals are, I get it, they're animals. But these are wild goddamn creatures that go about doing wild creature shit. And you're going to keep them captive and you're going to forcefully breed these animals? Come on now, you guys. As Brancho's case unfolded, the story of Byron's death in Canada resurfaced when it was discovered that Tillicum had been one of the whales that had drowned her at Sealand of the Pacific. Byron's case was later covered extensively in the 2000 documentary Blackfish, where it was revealed that it is still unclear exactly what drove Tillicum and the other whales to attack Byron in 1991. You know what attacked her? You know what drove them attacked? That they're being held captive and forced to do shit that they don't normally do. These motherfuckers are literally to be performing animals for shit when they're not supposed to be performing. They're supposed to be out, out swimming in the vast, deep blue sea not in a little goddamn fishbowl. That's what drove them. Frustration drove them to kill. OG Orca Gang Gang. Come on now, you guys. It doesn't. It's not rocket science. These animals are wild animals. They were caught from the wild and brought into captivity. They're frustrated. They're bored. And they're angry. They're gonna lash out. And they're gonna take some bodies. Again, remember that. When you see that shit spray painted on the wall, orca gang gang, remember you heard it here first. Blackfish suggested that years of abuse and cruelty towards Tilikum, including the act of allowing the other whales to rake Tilikum's skin with their teeth until he bled, had made him an aggressive whale. Steve Huckster, head of animal training at Sealand at the time, said they never had a plaything in the pool that was so interactive. They just got incredibly excited and stimulated. You're going to let these two women, I mean, I, I guess, maybe maybe Tillicum was a sub, but you're going to let them rake their teeth on my boy Tillicum. TK, Tillicum Killer, you know what I mean? You're, you're going to let him, you're, you're going to let him just do him like that. It, that's, that's abuse. That, I mean, if they did that in the wild, they would probably get fucked up or they would just die. That, that's, just, that's just the rules of nature. But now you're letting it happen in an enclosed area where you have the ability to stop this shit, but you didn't. Why? Because it's not big enough. You don't have a facility that's big enough to ho- to house and hold these wild animals. These motherfuckers weigh 92.536,455 million tons, and you want to keep them. Ca- you want to keep them in close contact and captive with each other. Boy, I tell you, no official motive of the three whales have ever been established. As the case was over twenty years old by the time it resurfaced in relation to the death of Don Brancho, Byron was in by her immediate family and buried at the Garden of Everlasting Life plot section of Evergreen Memorial Gardens. I read that all fucked up. No official motive of the three whales have ever been established, as the case was over 20 years old by the time it resurfaced in relation to the death of Don Brancho. Byron was interred by her immediate family and buried at the Garden of Everlasting Life plot section of Evergreen Memorial Gardens. Of course, you'd think... Look, they may not like Tillicum, but they're not going to go. They're they're not going to snitch. You know why? Because snitches get stitches. (laughs) Stitches. Snitches get stitches. God damn. Snitches get stitches, my boy. Orca gang gang, they stick together. No one's going to rat anybody out. No one's going to dime anybody out. And I know for a fact they huddled up and said, don't you say a motherfucking word to the press, my boy. They're going to come ask you questions. They're going to try to bribe you with fish. And the good fish, like the big fish, they're gonna try to bribe you with this shit, you guys. But don't say anything. If you say something, I'm gonna fuck you up. We're in this together, Orca Gang Gang. And of course, the other whales are like, "Yo, I, I don't, I don't want to get fucked up because I live literally one fin and a half away from this motherfucker, and he's crazy. She, she, she she's not right." So I'm just not going to say nothing. Tilly, you're going to say something? Nah, bro, I'm not going to say shit. Well, I don't want to get fucked up. Y'all already fucked me up with your teeth. I don't want any more fucked up, you know? I don't want to get fucked up, fucked up. I already got fucked up with my teeth. We're in this together, man. Orca gang gang, all right? Orca gang gang. Well, I'm not going to say shit, man. All right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Here's another body by Tilikum. Daniel P. Dukes was a 27-year-old man from South Carolina and the second of three deaths attributed to Tilikum. Duke's death gained renewed attention along with the earlier death of Canadian victim Kelty Byron when the 2013 documentary Blackfish investigated the 2010 death of SeaWorld trainer Don Brancho, who had been recently killed by Tilikum. SeaWorld had consistently maintained that Duke's was a homeless vagrant who climbed into Tilikum's pool and drowned while the coroner's report, along with animal rights advocates for Tilikum, have pointed out that Duke's corpse was found severely mutilated by the whale. Look, man. This is, the, this is the second body that he has. And it wasn't, he didn't leave it just a little drowned. No, I know drowned is not a word. I understand that. This fool didn't leave it just a little bit. This fool fucked it up. He mutilated this poor man. And now you guys are still willing to try to get people to train this killer. Unlike Brian... And Brancho, Dukes is generally regarded by the media as a trespasser and nuisance rather than a direct victim of Tillicum, although this perception has been challenged with the release of Blackfish. Little has been published in the media regarding the early life of Dukes, a known drifter with a love of nature and environmentalism. He had a troubled life and was notorious among peers for acts of petty theft and general vagrancy. These tales were often brought up by SeaWorld. It doesn't matter, but look at it, it doesn't matter what this fool was, if he was a vagrant, if he was a fucking bum. If he was a dope dealer, a dope head, an alcoholic, that doesn't, that is irrelevant to the fact that you have an aggressive whale on your hands. You have an aggressive killer from Orca Gang Gang. This fool's coming up the ranks. He used to be a soldier. Now he's a lieutenant. Uh, make him say, uh, you know what I mean? But now you're talking about, oh, you're giving excuses for, for a TK killer killer. You can't. You, you, you can't give an excuse for a whale doing its natural whale things, especially when it's known by as a killer whale. It, the, the point of this guy being a vagrant, this guy being whatever, it is irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. 1,000% irrelevant. What matters is that Tillicum is an aggressive fucking whale, and he should be released back into the wild with the rest of his wild OG gang gangs. You know what I mean? At some point in the night on July 6, 1999, Dukes, who had hidden in the SeaWorld theme park, emerged from elsewhere in the park and went to the whale pool where Tillicum resided. The following morning, his body was discovered in the water by SeaWorld staff draped over Tillicum's backside as the whale swam around. Uh, wait, wait, hold, wait, hold the fuck up. Hold up. D- did I just read that? Did, did did y'all just hear what I just read? Let me read that again because, again, I don't I don't really read in depth when i'm getting the information i just kind of you know drop oh that type this out let me let me edit this let me do that and then i'm in but listen closely to what i said put put the phone to your ear put, turn up the earbud and this is what this, mother, this is what this shit was said the following morning his body was discovered in the water by SeaWorld staff draped over tilikum's backside as the whale swam around Tilikum said, I'm cold. Let me use my skin coat and I'm going to swim around my water because I'm cold. I don't want to stay in one spot because it gets too cold. And so I need to cover myself so I don't get cold. I'm going to use my skin jacket that I just made. Do we understand the mocking? Do we understand the fact that Tilikum is well aware that this fool is moving up the ranks in Orca Gang Gang? Do we understand this? Do we understand that this fool is straight a killer? Now, there's 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 one thing about leaving the body in the bottom of the pool. I I just leave it. I I understand that, but there's also a different level of fucked upness when a whale is walking around or swimming around in his in his tank with a goddamn skin coat. It's not even a skin coat. This fool had a skin scarf around his back, just just laying there. Do you like it? It's in season. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, this is some bullshit right here. I, I, oh my gosh, let's continue. And SeaWorld claims to have no security safe footage of the pool on that night. It is unclear exactly what transpired. Of course, they have video. They just didn't want to release it. Come on now. I mean, they, they didn't have video. You know, they had video. It's SeaWorld, they have video. According to the Orange County Sheriff's Office report, a 911 call was received from SeaWorld at 7:25 a.m. at almost the exact time that Duke's body was spotted. Orange County Sheriff's Office immediately dispatched Detective Calhoun, who arrived at SeaWorld eight minutes later. Duke's corpse was retrieved and later identified. Media claims and coronary records conflict over the intensity of Duke's injury. It was later revealed in Blackfish that the coroner's report recorded severe injuries inflicted by Tillicum. It wasn't just a drowning anymore. This motherfucker said, "Yo, you're gonna be taught a lesson, and the lesson starts now, bitch." Orca gang, gang. TK, kill a homie, and he fucked this guy up. The whale had, for example, gnawed on the man's penis until it fell off, appearing to have been eaten. The genit Oh my. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Hold on. Let me. We're scared. Bop, rewind. Let me read that bitch again because I could have swore I just read that Tillicum just ate this dude's penis off. Let, let me let, let me let me let me backtrack. Let me get, go ahead and get back into it. The whale had, for example, gnawed on the man's penis until it fell off, appearing to have eaten the genitalia as it was never discovered in the water and left numerous contusions and bruises on Duke's corpse. Wow. Tillicum did not fuck around. This fool said, You are having a closed casket, my guy. A closed casket. This, this you 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 will not survive from this, and I guarantee it. This fool looked at, at at Dukes and said, "I am not your whale. You are not my trainer. This will not be over quickly. You will not enjoy this." And this fool fucked this guy up. Another shout out for anybody who knows where that came from, what part of the, what movie that came from. Duke's parents filed a lawsuit against SeaWorld two months after their son's death. This lawsuit was later dropped. You're not gonna beat. Sea, you're not gonna be beat SeaWorld. After, after your son trespassed, you're not going to win. If it was just a normal la, 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 la then you might have had a chance. But this dude broke it. He, I mean, he, he 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 broke the law. It's going to be kind of hard to win a lawsuit that way. Duke's death gained renewed attention after the 2013 release of Blackfish, where it was revealed that he had been the second victim of Tilikum nine years after the whale had killed sealin of the Pacific trainer, Kelty Byron. 10 years before Telecom attacked and killed SeaWorld trainer Don Brancho. Blackfish was the first media to explore Duke's death extensively. Unlike Byron Byrony and Brancho, who were both respected and beloved animal trainers, Duke's was a homeless vagrant with a history of petty crime, mental issues, and drug usage. The lack of early relevant coverage of his death later became noted for the way that the media and investigators handled the deaths of homeless and mentally ill individuals, particularly the lack of dignity ascribed to such cases. Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. I'm not going to lie. Just because you're not a known person or a productive member of society, you, you, you just kind of get pushed under under the rug. I mean that we have we have homeless people dying every day, every minute, every every second of every day, and none of their deaths are ever recorded or reported in the media. It's just not why? Because they're, according to the media and according to majority of the public, they're irrelevant. They're they're non. They're 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 a a pest. They're 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 a a burden to society, and they're not. They're people who are struggling. They have they have sicknesses. They have illnesses. They need help. They just don't know how to ask for help. And when it, when it comes to media coverage, it is pretty fucked up how the homeless gets, gets dogged out like that, though. The Dolphin Project argued against SeaWorld's unflattering description of Dukes as a filthy man with poor hygiene spotted at the park, mumbling oddly to himself, stating that Daniel Dukes was a troubled individual with a history of petty thefts and questionable decisions, but as a human being, no death is meaningless. Unwittingly unwitting, unwittingly, Dukes will forever be remembered as Telecom's second victim at SeaWorld's and SeaWorld's first major incident. Yeah, because he just fucked somebody up. Why wouldn't he be remembered that way? That doesn't make any sense to me. But you have to remember that this is a capitalistic this is a capitalistic uh, business this is the business. It has nothing to do with the love of animals. this is a straight business. So they're gonna wanna keep everything on the hush hush and not make it that big of a deal because they don't wanna do what? They don't want to lose money. It's all about money. It's all about the Benjamins. So let's get into Death of a Trainer. Well, obviously, this this app this episode is about Dawn, uh Dawn Brancho. I think that's her name. I don't even know the gal's name that I'm doing the thing on. No, I'm just kidding, I know who it is. It's just that when I start reading about other people's deaths, their names start getting into my head and I and I just mess up. And anyway, let, let's continue. On February 24, 2010, Brancho performed a Dine with Shamu show with Tilikum, the largest orca at SeaWorld Orlando. In this setting, guests ate at an open-air restaurant while watching the performance poolside as the orca performed and was fed. Look, I understand. Watching massive creatures do massive things is amazing. I was, again, I was hypnotized and I was completely engulfed and I was, my, my I had, this this, uh, show had my undivided attention. I was all about it. And I'm pretty sure I saw the original Shamu. I'm pretty sure I did. But listen, when you have a 145,675 million ton whale, you can't, you can't predict what it's going to be. You can't put it under stress. You can't put any wild animal under stress. Hell, you can't even put a dog or a cat under stress because they're going to fuck you up. Let's continue. As part of the end of the show routine, she was at the edge of the pool rubbing Tillicum's head. She was lying with her face next to Tillicum's on a slide out, which is a platform submerged about a foot into the water. SeaWorld claims that she was pulled into the water by her ponytail. God damn. Can you imagine just getting yanked down by a goddamn whale? I mean, it, I, I see people's head get yanked down just with regular people. And that, I mean, that's what, a 100, 200 pound man just snatching someone's head or even a woman onto a woman. And now you're talking about a big ass half foot uh, pound wdigs.com.org fucking ton whale? It doesn't make any sense. Why? What? Cut your hair I'll Put a fucking cap on. Some witnesses reported seeing Tillicum grab Bradshaw by the arm or shoulder. The Orca's move seems to be very quick. Oh, my gosh. You, what do you think? It's a goddamn killer whale. They have to be quick. You know they have to be quick in the hood. Orca gang gang. They're not going to be slow. They're not sloths. This. I'm not talking about the sloth gang. I'm talking about the Orca gang. Come on now. This is Tillicum. TK. Killer. Killer. Give my man respect, my boy. The Orca's move seems to have been very quick pulling her underwater and drowning her at least a dozen patrons witnessed brancho in the water with tilicum employees used nets and threw food at tilicum in attempt to distract him you're not distracting my boy tilicum is Tilikum had those eyes locked on he had, he he was locked on for the kill you're not going to you're not going to you're not going to alter my boy he's not food motivated this food's angry he should be out in the wild right now set tripping on on dolphins, set tripping on on sharks, set tripping on seals right now. Not not in a goddamn thing dining and watching people eat fancy food while he's doing tricks. That's not my boy. Tilikum's a straight killer killer, orca gang gang. Remember that shit always. Moving from pool to pool in the complex, they eventually directed Tillicum to a smaller medical pool where it would be easier to calm him. After approximately 45 minutes, Tillicum released Brancho's body. What the fu- hold on? So when I when I initially put that piece in there, I didn't realize what it actually was saying. But now that I'm reading it, now I know what exactly what it's saying. You're telling me that Tillicum, Tilla, 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 tkK Tillicum Killa, he was he was swimming around from pool to pool in the complex while having Brancho's body in his mouth. That that's what you're telling me. According to the statement, they said that they eventually directed Tillicum to a smaller medical pool where it would be easier to calm him. After approximately 45 minutes, Tilikum released Brancho's body. Approximately 45 minutes. Listen, I don't care how badass of a seal you are. I'm not talking about like a seal. I'm talking about like a Navy seal. Like a sea air, sea earth, air, land seal. I'm talking about a frogman. I don't care how badass you are. You are not holding your breath for 45 minutes while you're getting fucked up by my boy TK. You are not are not you're not, 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 not going to survive Tillicum Killer's grasp. You're, it's just not going to happen. But this fool was swimming was was saying keep away. He was playing keep away. Listen to me. Listen to me when I say this, okay? Tillicum was playing keep away from the other staff because he was swimming from pool to pool in the complex, which they were finally able to corral him into a smaller medical pool where after approximately 45 minutes later he finally released Brancho's body. Are, 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 is that is that sinking in now? Not like how she sank to the bottom of the, of, the, of the tank. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about is that sinking in? That after 45 minutes of playing keep away, he finally said, I'm done with you, peasant. Leave me. Be gone. Goddamn. The, autop- the autopsy report said that Brancho died from drowning and blunt force trauma. Her spinal cord was severed and she had sustained fractures to her jawbone, ribs, and a cervical vertebra. Her scalp was completely torn off from her head and her left elbow and left knee had been dislocated. Brancho was buried at Holy Spectular Cemetery in Worth Township, Cook County, Illinois. Let me reread those injuries for those. Cause I kind of, I kind of breezed through that. I, I kind of went through a little, I, I went through it just a little too quick for people to fully understand that TK, Tillicum Killa, TKK, from my boys in the hood, from Orca Gang Gang. The massive, the massiveness girth of this fucking whale. Now remember, this fool weighed 500,456,003,437.5 and a half ton. Remember that. The injuries that, that she sustained were blunt force trauma. Her spinal cord was severed. She had sustained fractures to her jawbone and ribs and a cervical vertebra. Her scalp was completely torn off from her head and her left elbow and knee had been dislocated. So for those of people who said that, oh no, he grabbed her by her arm or her shoulder. No, it grabbed her by her fucking head and it ripped her off. It it ripped her goddamn scalp off. The blunt force trauma from what I was reading was that it was, that was her body hitting the walls of the goddamn tank. When he was swimming around it, he would be, he just treated her like a rag doll and was just swimming around his tank saying la, boom, la, 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 boom, boom, la, 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 la. Wait a minute. That song doesn't have bass. Why is there? Oh, I know what that banging is. Again, I don't understand why SeaWorld didn't act on this earlier. Why did they even buy the fucking whale from Sealand Park in, in Canada? Why didn't they just leave the whale in the wild to begin with? This boy did not want to be he don't don't call my boy Acorn. He did not want to be locked up. They won't let him out. All right? Let my boy free. Don't nobody watch Free Willy? Nobody watched Free Willy. So nobody's gonna sit there and act like, like Free Willy. Oh my god. You know what? Oh fucking hell. I just saw the irony of that fucking movie right now. I just had a coming to Jeebus. Wow moment. Do you guys realize that Free Willy is about a movie? Spoiler alert is about a movie of a captive whale that they caught from the wild, put him into a performance arena, and later helped him escape. But the star of the show was. A goddamn captive whale that, when they simulated his escape, went back to captivity. Oh, my gosh. Why didn't anyone tell me this? Why, did, why, why am I barely now finding out that they faked the funk and used a captive whale to free him and then bring him back to captivity? Brian, Marcos, this is on you. This, this is blood in your hands, you guys. You guys didn't tell me this shit, all right? Why wasn't this, in, why wasn't this informed? Why wasn't I informed about this news? Brian, I blame you, all the times that we were there chilling at the in the office talking and getting on talking about all these movies and music, you didn't fill me in on this shit. Brian, my homie? Brian you're, my, you're my, my homie. I thought you were my homie man. you didn't tell me that they used a captive whale to let him go only to capture capture him again and put him back in captivity. Why? you know what? Okay, you know what? I'm done. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't deal with this kind of knowledge and this information that just hit me right now. Why do you, know what? That's fucked up. The poor whale, poor whale that they're going to simulate his freedom. Yes, I know they used a fake whale. I, I know that they did that. He never really escaped. I know that. All right. But you're telling me that they fake the funk by letting this captive whale think that it wouldn't free. And then only to put him back in the tank and say, ha ha, gotcha. Surprise, motherfucker. You're still captive, motherfucker. Come on, man. boy! I tell you. Thanks, you guys. You know what? Brian, Marcos, Chubox, All right, cool. That's whatever, whatever. Let's continue. So, what's the next step? We obviously know that my boy TK TKK Tilla Come Killer Killer is 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 already the cops are after him. He probably has a few warrants out for him, and they don't want to mess with him because they already know that he's gonna fuck people up. This food's representing Orca Gang Gang the Canadian division down in in uh, in Orlando, Florida. That's a long ways for the people who don't realize Victoria, Canada where SeaLand Park uh, Pacific Park was at versus or uh, down to SeaWorld Orlando. That's a long ass way and my boy TKK is still representing Orca Gang Gang from Canada. Now, now he opened up the he opened up the Florida chapter. Orca gang gang, my boys. Don't forget about that. TK for life. So what's the next step? No SeaWorld trainer entered a pool to perform a show with an orca following Brancho's death. Immediately afterwards, SeaWorld disallowed trainers from being in the water with any Orca. This internal voluntary pro prohibition was similar to what had happened after some injuries to animal trainers. Yeah, why would you put him right back in there to get fucked up again? That doesn't make any sense. However, on this occasion, the ban was solidified by an Occupational Safety and Health Administration, or OSHA, intervention. This led SeaWorld to repeatedly seek the lifting of various aspects of OSHA citations and ruling until 2014, when it accepted that further attempts to overturn OSHA were not feasible, meaning that they kept getting fined and they had to pay a lot of money to try to fight uh, removing the ban from letting trainers get into the water with orcas. They, They had to pay money each time they tried to dispute it. Brancho and Alexis Martinez are the two SeaWorld trainers killed by an orca. Brancho was the third fatality associated with Tilikum and the fourth by a captive orca. Since orcas were first placed in captivity in the 1960s, there have been more than 40 documented safety incidents with dozens of trainers being seriously injured by various orcas. They're wild animals, people. These are wild fucking animals. Wild, wild. There's going to be incidents. There's going to be reasons why people get fucked up because you're dealing with a wild animal. They have killer whale in their name. Like, they're known as killer whales. What do you think they're going to do? They weren't fluffy whales. They weren't liquored palm whales. They weren't play catch whales. These motherfuckers are killer whales. W- what don't you get? After a 2006 attack, an ocean investigation in 2007 concluded that, quote, the continuing factors to the incident in the simplest of terms is that swimming with captive orcas is inherently dangerous, and if someone hasn't been killed already, it is only a matter of time before it does happen, end quote. SeaWorld successfully challenged a report, which OSHA, OSHA agreed to withdraw. It's fucking stupid. Boy, I tell you. I don't get it. I, 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 don't, I don't understand why they want to make money that bad that they're willing to. See, fuck you guys. <laughs> On Christmas Eve, December 24, 2009, two months before Brancho's death, another SeaWorld-owned orca, Keto, killed a trainer, Alexis Martinez, at Laura Park's Orca Ocean in the Canary Islands. Four SeaWorld Orcas had been delivered by Widebody Cargo Plane in February 2006, and SeaWorld staff trained a group of Laurel Park in trainers in San Antonio and Orlando. San Antonio has a SeaWorld, and I'm tempted to go. In September 2006, Brancho had worked temporarily at Laurel Park and reportedly enjoyed working with the, with Martinez. SeaWorld discontinued water work at its three parks for about a week immediately after Martinez's death. Oh, wow, Whoa, for immediately about a week. Good job. Fucking stupid. On August 23rd, 2010, SeaWorld was fined $75,000 by OSHA for three safety violations, one directly related to Brancho's death. Okay, number one, $75,000 to SeaWorld is literally like 20 bucks for most of us, for a lot of us. $75,000 to a multi-billion dollar industry is nothing. $75,000, that's it? Ooh, that's literally a half a day at the concession stands. It's so stupid. OSHA maintained that SeaWorld willfully endangered its employees and stated that the company shows... OSHA maintained that SeaWorld willfully endangered its employees and stated that the company shows plain indifference to or intentional disregard for employee safety and health. SeaWorld issued a statement they called OSHA's finding unfounded. Of course, they're going to fight back. You think you're, you're, you're going to want people thinking that SeaWorld doesn't give a shit about their employees? Surprise, surprise, they don't. They don't give a shit about their employees. If they did give a shit about their employees, then they would have not ever, not never, not once bought the fucking whales and put, the, put people in there with killer whales. SeaWorld challenged the OSHA fine and the safety report in legal proceedings, stating that OSHA's allegations in the citation are unsupported by any evidence or precedent and reflect a fundamental lack of understanding of the safety requirements associated with marine mammal care. At a preliminary hearing in 2011, one of these citations was withdrawn by OSHA. Come on, come on. SeaWorld can't even pay a $75,000 fine because they're just going to make them look guilty. And then they challenge OSHA, and OSHA says, oops, my bad. Let's go ahead and drop this one. We didn't know. My apologies. No, you paid them off. That's what it is. You paid them fucking off. That's all it was. Subsequently, in late May 2012, Judge Ken S. Welsh formally sided with OSHA over SeaWorld's Orca safety practices. Welsh was sharply critical of SeaWorld's assertion that it was unaware that working with orcas posed a hazard to employees. What the are people just that dense? People don't understand that working with orcas is extremely dangerous. You don't understand that you're working with a killer fucking whale, a wild animal. Let me let me put some little reverb on it. Wild, wild, wild animal, animal, animal. And you think it's not gonna be dangerous? The fuck out of here. Welch stated it is implausible and difficult to reconcile with comments repeatedly made by management and with the lit- litany of trainer incidents and injuries that have occurred over the years. Welch did, however, agree that the fine classification was too severe and had... And what the fuck did I just read? <sighs> Welch did, however, agree that the fine classification was too severe and it had downgraded from willful, <laughs> willful to serious which was a difference between $75,000 dropped down to $12,000, stating that the company had emphasized trainer safety, even if the safety procedures weren't effective. What the fuck? We have safety procedures that aren't, good, aren't effective, but we have them in place. If there's a whale biting you, stop, drop, and roll. That's what I want you to do. Stop, drop, and roll if a whale is fucking you up, all right? If a whale has you by the hair... Per safety procedures, we want you to close your eyes and play dead. Close your eyes and play dead, and the whale's going to smell you and say, ugh, hell, I don't want him because it's dead. And they're going to leave you alone, and you'll be able to swim to safety. Fuck out of here. Oh, I tell you. The court made clear that while SeaWorld's expert, Mr. Andrews, concludes his report by stating... My expert opinion is that SeaWorld can safely allow trainers to closely interact with killer whales, including water work with the administrative and engineering controls that existed prior to February 24, 2010. The court found otherwise. As noted in the section addressing the recognized hazard, SeaWorld's own incident reports demonstrate that its safety program, either due to misplaced faith in operant conditions or due to human error in implementing operant conditioning, exposes its trainers to risk of death or serious physical injury. Basically, pretty basically, what's that saying is that the, the, the head expert for, for, for SeaWorld said, nah, man, we got this. Don't worry about it. We do it all the time. They're going to swim with the fish and we're going to be fine. And OSHA said, nah, man, because it says right here in your own incident reports that people has been getting fucked up by TK and the, and the Orca gang gang from the beginning of time. So, it is not safe for you guys to swim with the goddamn orcas, and it is not all right, and you don't have it, don't trip potato chip. There's something seriously wrong with you guys jumping in there and trying to train a goddamn 4,465,965,305 pound, ton, uh, fucking ton animal. It's not gonna happen. You're just not, you're just not gonna do it. But who am I? I'm just a grumbler, right? The court amplified this, aligning itself with the OSHA expert witness. Dr. Duff... <laughs> Dr. Duf- I thought it said Dufus, but it's Duffus. Dr. Duffus stated, the training program that SeaWorld uses is influential. It does work. My point is that it works not... <laughs> My point is that it does not work all the time. The court agrees with Dr. Duffus. SeaWorld's training program is highly detailed, well-communicated, and intensive. Yet, it cannot remove the element of unpredictability inherent... <laughs> Inherent in working with killer whales. No shit. It doesn't matter how, how world-renowned or how, so, so to speak, tight you have your training program. You're dealing with an orca. Especially, especially them boys, especially that crew from the orca gang gang. Well, you're, 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 you're all fucked up. Orca gang gang for life. Welsh made it clear that his ruling only applies to the work trainers do during shows and not other times, such as during medical procedures or relationship-building sessions. As a custodian, SeaWorld has an ethical duty to provide for the whales' needs. Husbandry activities require a certain amount of contact between the trainers and whales, unlike performances which can successfully continue without the trainers in the water. OSHA did state it would accept other means of protection as long as it provided equal or greater safety as the physical barriers. SeaWorld looked at rising pool floors and spare air systems in an attempt to get their staff back in the water during shows. Yeah, but you know why they wouldn't do it? Because it costs too much money. It costs too much money for them to do any more addition or any more add any more safety precautions, any more safety equipment. It costs too much money to be safe. Why do you think we have unsafe things? It, it is too expensive to be safe. They don't want to spend that kind of money because it will get into the bottom line. It will get into their pocket. They don't want to lose funds and put money into safety. If, if it was up to them, they would say, "Just watch out, all right? Watch out. That's a big fucking fish. It might fuck you up, but watch out, all right." I don't know if you know this, but that's T.K.K. That's Tilikum Killer Killer from the Orca Gang. Gang. Be careful. That 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 would be the extent of the safety measures if they if they were able to. Given the court rulings, even after 2010, although water work during show stopped, SeaWorld trainers still entered the water with orcas during safety desensitization training and for other care god damn it took me forever to say that word so look they said look during the shows you can't get in the water but after the show is over we need you to get in the water and kind of uh desensitize these animals so they can start working with you so they don't fuck you up all right we're good break wait what you want me to do what yeah yeah we, we can't have you in the water during the show But when the show's not on, I need you to jump in that water with TKKK and the other Orca gang gang. And I need you to kind of pet them and rub their belly and make sure they don't fuck us up. No, I'm not going to get in them because I'm not the trainer. You're the trainer, so you need to get in there. But I'm just going to stand out here so I don't mess up my $4,000 Armani suit. Good game, good talk. Just don't get fucked up because I can't afford another lawsuit. SeaWorld filed a series of appeals seeking to return to water performances. In 2012, a special Labor Department commission declined to hear the case. Since the Shamu show's interaction of animal trainers with orcas was seen as having been SeaWorld star attraction, SeaWorld contended that it was fundamental to its business. Well, yeah, because it's a business. They don't want to lose money. You want to go see a, a $4,355,674,235 pound ton whale flip through the fucking air? You can charge what you want. In April 2014, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia denied a petition for review with Brett Kavanaugh being the sole judge to side with SeaWorld. <laughs> surprise, surprise, Brett, Brett Kavanaugh is going gonna, gonna to side with, the, with fucking SeaWorld. Uh, what, a, what a punk. In 2015, SeaWorld was cited again in San Diego for not adequately protecting ORCA trainers. Although Brancho's widower, Scott Brancho, hired a Chicago law firm that specializes in wrongful death litigation, he has not taken any legal action against SeaWorld. I would sue the fuck out of him. So let's get into the backlash. Obviously, with this, with this horrible news and this horrible, horrible information this horrible event that occurred, we, we want to—there's there's always going to be backlash, no matter what. You, you have the PETA, you have the animal rights activists, you have people who are like, oh my gosh, that's so unfair, and then hit the gift shop. So let's find out about it. Brancho's death is a focus of the documentary Blackfish, which criticizes keeping orcas in captivity, and her death awakened a national conversation about the issue. The director, Gabriela Copperwhite, argued that the claim that the orca had targeted Brancho because she had worn her hair in a long ponytail was conjecture and that there had to be more to the story. You know what? More to the story? Brancho didn't get attacked. T.K. Killa Killa did not fuck her up because of a fucking ponytail. No. He fucked her up because he was frustrated, he was angry, and he wanted to be out in the wild. He didn't want to be in captivity. Could you imagine having no limits, just a vast ocean to swim around? And then now you come into captivity, you have no idea what it is, and you just keep bumping into walls because you're like, what the fuck is this? It just doesn't make any sense to me. It's it's cruelty. It's legitimate cruelty. Her family has said they are grateful that the film has brought attention to the issue of animal welfare. However, they also added that Blackfish is not Dawn's story and that since Dawn's death in 2010, the media has focused mainly on the whales. A human life was lost that day and it feels as though some believe her death was just a footnote. It was. It is just a footnote. You have to have several casualties in order to see the big picture. And in this case, TKK had three fucking bodies. Killer Killikillai had three bodies. This fool went, this fool, climbed up the ranks to be the, the leader of... of uh, Orca gang gang, all right? So the main reason why this occurred was because of the frustration, the torment, and the poor treatment of these whales. Yeah, I understand that it is painful to the family that these people's lives were taken. I get that. But the big picture is if these animals had not been in captivity, these animals would not have attacked and killed these people. Bottom line. So yes, uh, what is it? Uh, Don's family. Yes, Brancho's family. She is just a footnote. Unfortunately, that's the reality of the big picture. You have to have sacrifices in order for the for the greater good. That that that's that's just the way it is. And you know, I, and I, I just it, it sucks that they actually had to die over something so stupid. Keeping a fucking orca in a goddamn bowl. It doesn't make any sense to me. Brancho's death has been seen as a factor in starting a trajectory of recalibration for SeaWorld. In addition to the impact of Ocean post-safety-based abatements of previous work practices to prevent further similar events, Copperwhite began working on Blackfish in 2010 following Brancho's death, initially having questions about SeaWorld's ponytail hypothesis. Well, yeah, because it's bullshit. Copperwhite's background research suggested to her that there were problems with keeping captive orcas. SeaWorld disagreed, characterizing the film as propaganda. Of course, SeaWorld is going to disagree. They want to make money. You can't fuck with their moneymaker. There is is there there is blatant research suggesting that there were problems with keeping captive orcas. It's in the pudding. They're captive. They're going to fuck people up. And SeaWorld, of course, making wanting to make money is going to say, nah, there's no problem here. Just look away. Don't look. There is nothing to see here. We are fine. Boy, I tell you. After its release in 2013, the film awakened a national dialogue about the issue. SeaWorld struggled with the effect of Blackfish on public perception. And there were some cancellations by music performers who had planned to hold shows at SeaWorld. SeaWorld transitioned to being a publicly traded company in 2013. Yeah, because they couldn't afford it anymore. People were losing money left and right. Left and right, people were losing money. Lawmakers in California and the U.S. House of Representatives proposed legislation to phase out orca captivity, and the California Coastal Commission moved in 2015 to ban orca breeding. Boom! California for the fucking win. I mean, look, California has its issues. I understand that. But you cannot disagree that, in this case, ban orca breeding is the best thing. Now, if you want to try to do that in the wild, then that's different. But for you to to have a captive orca and breed it just for the sole purpose— of having another performer when the original performer dies is fucked up on many thousands of levels. So is fa- factory farming. So is fucking breeding animals so you can have for food, for performing. All of that shit is disgustingly torturous and cruel. SeaWorld announced it was discontinuing its program of artificial insemination breeding of captive orcas and was partnering with the Human Society of the United States to work against commercial whaling and seal hunts, shark finning, and ocean pollution and increases the focus on rescue operations. <laughs> you don't have a choice. In the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020, SeaWorld faced major financial hardship like many businesses around the world. To to alleviate the money troubles of the parks, the idea of selling to a new owner was considered. But the presence of a large number of captive animals have been a significant impediment to any such process. Good. Nobody wants to buy that shit. Nobody wants to buy your fucking used animals. Let them go. I know know now. I I get it. You set them free. They're probably going to die or they're probably going to get fucked up by the wild orca gang gang, by the street gang. I get that. We we understand that Orca Gang Gang was a prison gang. We we know that, right? Right. Tilikum Killer Killer was was one of the main veteranos. He's a veteran. He's an OG. He was a carnal, one of one of the main leaders. He was a he was a, 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 a captain. He was a, 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 a lieutenant, a soldier, a colonel. That's the word, colonel. <laughs> but if he gets put out in the wild or any 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 animal like that that's been captive for such a long time, they're gonna get fucked up in the wild. They're gonna smell funny. They're going to have a weird taste, and the real street killers are going to say, ugh, let's fuck this fool up, and it's over. Graveyard Grumbler's final rap. Let's go ahead and get into it. Graveyard Grumbler's final rap. Let's go ahead and get into it. Tilikum returned to performing on March 30, 2011. High-pressure water hoses were used to massage him rather than hands, and removable guardrails were used on the platforms, as OSHA has restricted close contact between orcas and trainers and reinforced safety precautions on the workplace after Brancho's death. Why would you put him back into production? Why would you have him go perform again? It doesn't make any sense to me. You, you want you want this shit to go, boy, I tell you. I don't even know what to say right now. He just killed, he, he bodied three people. He has three bodies on his fins. Like Literally, he has blood on his fins. And you're going to put this fool back to work, even though he's unsteady, he, he's mentally off, and he's ready, ready to body another person. And you're going to put this fool back into performing. Come on. He was paired with his grandson Trua and was often seen performing alongside him during the finale of the new One Ocean show. He had, on occasion, been kept with his daughter Malia, or both Trua and Malia, at the same time. In December 2011, he was put on hiatus from the shows following an undisclosed illness. He resumed performing in 2012. SeaWorld announced in March 2016 Tillicum's health was deteriorating and it was thought he had a lung infection due to bacterial pneumonia. In May 2016, it was reported Tillicum's health was improving. On January 6, 2017, SeaWorld announced that Tillicum had died early in the morning. The cause of death was reported as a bacterial infection. On December 7, 2010, TMZ reported that SeaWorld's president, Terry Prather, received a letter from PETA and Motley crew member Tommy Lee referencing SeaWorld's announcement regarding limiting human contact with Tillicum. In the letter, Lee refers to Tillicum as SeaWorld's chief sperm bank and asserts that the relevant process... Constituents continued human contact. Boom. You know what? I like Motley Crue. I didn't like Motley Crue before, and then I realized that Tommy Lee is a fucking savage. Yeah, he's not right mentally. There's a lot of things wrong with that boy. Don't get me wrong. But I mean, he is a badass. He is a badass drummer. And he was also a pretty, pretty stout or astute animal activist because of Pamela Anderson Lee. You know, I mean they, they were together and, and they, they, they just they did actually have pretty Pretty decent thing for, for a lot of animals' rights organizations, so my hat's off to Tommy Lee. And plus, I mean, the fucking music's bad. The letter implores SeaWorld to release Tilicum from his tank, stating, I hope it doesn't take another tragic death for SeaWorld to realize it shouldn't frustrate these smart animals by keeping them confined in tanks. On December eighth, two 2010, the SeaWorld VP of Communications responded to Lee's letter via E! News, stating that PETA's facts were not only inaccurate, but that SeaWorld trainers also do not know nor have they ever entered the water with Tilikum for this purpose. Bullshit. There's video, there's leaked video of them being in there after the after the safety cautions or safety procedures were put in. There is literally hidden video footage of the trainers getting in the water with TKK Killer. Tilikum and the Captivity of Orcas is the main subject of the documentary film Blackfish, which premiered at the Sundance Film Festival in January 2013 and caused a drop in SeaWorld attendance and revenue. The film and a subsequent online petition led to several popular musical groups canceling performances at SeaWorld and Bush Gardens Bands Brew and Barbecue event in 2014. Good. Fuck SeaWorld. I love SeaWorld, but fuck SeaWorld. I love going to see the the performances. Fuck SeaWorld. Look, I'm going to tell you, the bottom line of all this, wild animals just should not be kept captive. That, that's the bottom line. I mean, these deaths could have easily been avoided by not having them in captivity. Just bottom line, point blank, period. There, there's no other excuse at all. Not one bit. So, I mean, the, to sum it up, don't keep wild animals, especially animals that are called killer whales, in captivity. That's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Please share my show. Go to Apple iTunes, rate and review my show. Uh, leave a comment. I would appreciate it. Force feed my 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 show to your friends and your family. Just say here, listen to this shit, and then my my wonderful voice and dazzling personality will grip them and hold on to their souls so they can listen to my my show. <laughs> I appreciate everyone. Thank you so much. And as always, good morning, good day, good night. Goodbye. This is the end. This is the end. This is the end. You yeah, did the yeah. end. Graveyard Grumbler Graveyard. Podcast.